The following podcast contains strong language and frank discussions of violence. Listener discretion is advised. Good morning, everybody. Welcome to Murder Amongst Friends. My name is Joanne, and I had a full night's sleep, so I'm here to annoy the shit out of my beautiful co-host, Michael. I hope Hello, Michael. I hope that's what you were all signed up for, <laughs> is uh, me being exacerbated. And, uh, More than usual. Nope. Exasperated. <laughs> boy, oh boy. Not exacerbated. No. I'm exacerbating your mood. There we go. You're exasperated. There you go. Not Everybody's... aspirated either. Definitely not. Don't want to aspirate because no. I'm not going to help you. <laughs> yeah. As we all know, when you accidentally waterboarded yourself by trying to drink a soda that exploded and I stood there pissing my pants laughing while you were literally choking to death. For a so, solid five minutes. So, like, it was for a good long while. Yeah. So. I would be dead. Yeah. If I needed actual help. Yeah. I'm sorry about that, buddy. I really love you, buddy. <laughs> but it was fucking hysterical. So, <laughs> I mean, who could really blame me? It all happened in slow motion for me. Oh, it was, happened really fast for me. Yeah. It was like a two-second thing, and then I was down and out. That was it. Yeah. So, I think I actually did pee a little, too. So and then you had to call your kid and, <laughs> and couldn't, I couldn't even <laughs> explain the story through the laughter. I did call her and I was crying laughing and she had no idea what was going on. Yep. And then she was like, "Oh my god, you're so mean." And I was like, "I know." Yeah. So yeah. So this may be the first time she fully understands the story. Well, that's just my love language, Michael, is my form of foreplay. <laughs> <laughs> Which is why I'm single. Because you've been praying mantising all of these people? Yeah. Because I'm the Black Widow. Right. <laughs> so, Fair I mean, enough. hey, it is what it is. You knew what you you knew what you were getting into when you signed up for did this. Did I? You did. Oh, okay. You wanted this friendship, buddy. It's now true. you got it, and now you're stuck with it. I said, you know, I'm going along in my life here. <laughs> Something's missing. Something that I can only describe as... Laughter at my mortal peril. <laughs> Torture. And if I could have somebody that could laugh at me when I was in actual trouble, that would really be the yeah, ultimate. That's the what I'm looking for. turmoil yeah. really does it for yeah. you. Yeah. You know. Uh-oh. <laughs> this liquid should not be in this part of my body. <laughs> whoa, 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 whoa. That's a different kind of show, buddy. It's a little too early for that. It's the Lord's Day, Michael. Need I remind you? You do have to remind me because that is not something on the forefront of my mind. <laughs> it's Moses's day. Well, no, it, that would be no. Saturday, wouldn't it? That would be your day, Saturday. Yeah, but we also don't exactly pray to Moses. <laughs> <laughs> I don't know what you guys do. I mean, I barely it, know what I do. Even when I was one of those guys. Uh, yeah. Yeah, I don't think. Well, I was, was never one of those guys, so you can't really hold me accountable. But <laughs> <laughs> we can try. Yeah. This week, yeah, we have a story that uh, the first time I came across it, it kind of imprinted on me in a way that a lot of true crime stories don't. This is one where oh, now I'm intrigued. The That's details, a bold statement. Well, the details of this one actually stick with me, whereas a lot of the other ones, since nothing sticks with you, so now I'm very, well, very interested. Yeah, and I'm sure listeners who are as deep into true crime as, as we are can very 
frequently get details mixed up. Mm-hmm. You know, was this a Bundy victim or was this a Gacy victim or was right. this a, you know, it's keeping the very, the specifics of it separate can be challenging when there's so much of it on your mind. But this one um, kind of start to finish. There's, there's details in here that are just so unique to other true crime mm-hmm. stories that it, it's one that I, I think about. Um, and I know when we were first starting our friendship, I sent you an, a link to this. Now, did I ignore it? This will be <laughs> did the true I, test. Oh shit! You're gonna really pull this on me on air to see if I okay? No, 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 no. Let's okay. This will be a testament to our friendship if I if I followed through or if I went. I don't give a shit what this kid's sending me. I barely know the kid at this point. Oh, don't send me shit. And that's that is my attitude. I have a poor attitude. <laughs> According to every elementary school report from any teacher I ever had. That and I talk too much. So You talk too much? Yeah. You know, but weird. anybody who knows our, our current dynamic and what we actually bonded over will see that me sending you this, an article about this story, mm-hmm. was actually a, a me trying here, trying to, to initiate some sort of friendship here. Like, look, this is an interesting thing that I that I find fascinating perhaps you will too and we can discuss and bond over it <laughs> and, 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 and then know. you're like yeah fuck it if i i probably never click that okay let's see if i mm, well this is gonna make me look either really really bad or very good and i prefer to look really bad <laughs> <laughs> this is the story of the erickson twins don't remember it right yet but let's keep going and see what happens <laughs> Before we begin, Mm -hmm. I need to explain a psychiatric phenomenon known as folly a deux, which literally means folly of two. Oh, a deux. Ah, a deux. Two. Not a deux. A deux. To you and you and you. (laughs) Okay, right. right. So it literally translates as the folly of two or the madness shared by two. Mm -hmm. It's also known as shared psychosis or shared delusional disorder, SDD. Right. It is a psychiatric syndrome in which symptoms of a delusional belief and sometimes hallucinations are transmitted from one individual to another. Yes, which is why you get these little like Mickey and Mallory type fucking people that feed off each other. This is what happened with the Papan sisters. This was a lot of people thinking Leopold and Loeb. Mm-hmm. This happened to them. So this is another example of, of that. Okay. In May 2008, Swedish twins, Long Ursula... before you were born, Michael. Because <laughs> you're just a baby. Yeah. I don't know if we've said this on, on an episode before. I say it to her quite frequently. I was either born in the 1700s right. or yesterday. Yeah. There's no in-between. There's no... I'm either anciently old or just a baby or a newborn lamb. I love babies. In May 2008, Swedish twins Ursula and Sabina Eriksson sneak out of Sabina's home in Ireland and make a secret trip to Liverpool. Also, Ireland is still not on our list of listeners and I'm still harping on that. I check it all the time. Can someone just send a text to one of your friends in Ireland and just have one person listen so that we can get the whole UK. This like, one, this one has a little bit of an Irish connection. Mm. They started in Ireland. I mean, yeah. They don't 
end up there, but... I'm going to hashtag Ireland on this one. Yeah. <laughs> just to try to get one person so that we can get the entirety of the UK. Continue. Yeah. There you go. So they are going from their home in Ireland down to Liverpool, Liverpool. which is in England. Liverpool, where the Beatles hail from. My favorite band of all time. And where that show, uh, The Responder, on uh, Brickbox... Yeah. That's a great place. show. That's a great show. Everybody should watch yeah. that. If you like Martin Freeman, check I that out. I love Martin Freeman. Yeah. Once they get there, the twins go to the local police station to report concerns for Sabina's child back in Ireland. Oh. Unsure why the woman would come to England to report the incident. Yeah. The local police called the Irish police to do a welfare check. The Irish were able to confirm that the child was fine. So Sabina and Ursula got on a bus and headed to London. Well, tried to head to London. Well, During the trip, some of the passengers and the driver witnessed strange behavior from the twins. <laughs> okay, what kind of strange behavior? The women even suggested the driver stop because they weren't feeling well. They were acting so strangely that the driver made an unplanned stop at a service station. The twins' actions stayed in the realm of off-kilter so much that the driver wouldn't let them back on the bus. Like, okay, so they weren't acting like, ooh, I'm sick, I might, they yeah. were just acting, like, nutty. Yeah, okay. like, standing up in the seats, sitting back down, walking to the front, walking back, and then when they got to the service station, just kind of going up to stuff, checking it out, looking yeah. at it, just being generally just, strange, not necessarily menacing, like, nobody odd, needs though. to be called, yeah, but, yeah. Uh, or, yet, no one needs to be called yet, but... The, the driver felt so uncomfortable for the safety of the bus and the other passengers yeah. that it's like, you guys are staying here. Yeah. <laughs> this is where you live now. Yeah. At the petrol station. Yeah. Goodbye. They, they were now basically stranded at this random service station. The driver and the bus passengers weren't the only ones concerned. The manager of that service station called police when he saw the way the women were acting. When the police got there... They spoke to the twins, judged them to be no threat, and left shortly thereafter. That seems very likely. Once the cops left, Sabina and Ursula did too, and decided to walk along one of the busiest roads in England, the M6, which is a, a highway. highway. Yes. <laughs> I've been on the M6, thank you very much. Yes. I'm a world traveler, Michael. Well... <clears throat> I mean, I have been to England like three times, but I don't think that qualifies me as a world traveler. No. That's... I've also been on the M4. Whoa. So. The M4 and the M6. I don't want to brag. We're definitely getting about Irish my listeners now. Storied life, but, you know. <laughs> definitely getting Irish listeners now with our references to English roadways. <laughs> <laughs> Come on, Ireland. The twins were seen on CC cameras walking along the M6 down the median dangerous of the road right um i don't know if any of you ever walked down the middle of a highway you do not want to do that yeah it's not recommended don't try that at home suddenly without warning all of the sudden michael all of the sudden i will stop this recording (laughs) right now you don't like that phrase all of the sudden no i do not (laughs) (laughs) i do not like word salad that is ultimately meaningless. Well, that's a whole nother Okay. Story. Without warning, both sisters ran out into traffic. Oh, 
cars struck each of them, and traffic started to back up on the road. Wait a second. This is starting to sound familiar. Are you just saying No, I am starting to remember this, so our friendship will remain tentatively intact. Not if you keep saying a whole nother. Um... Other drivers called the highway patrol and the police, and when officers arrived, they saw that the twins had only superficial injuries. Lucky for them. They talked with the women on the shoulder of the road and started directing traffic to get it going again. While the service members continued to chat, Ursula just walked into traffic again. Yeah, she did it again. Getting run over by a 40-ton box truck. Holy shit. Crushing her legs. Just as suddenly, Sabina jumped into oncoming traffic and was quickly struck by a car at high speed, smashed into the windshield, thrown through the air, and landed hard on the pavement. Ayo! She had a one-up her sister, obviously. Well, naturally. (laughs) Very coincidentally, the responding police were being followed by cameras for a show called Real Stories of the Highway Patrol. (laughs) Motorway Cops. Both hits were captured by the cameraman to varying degrees, so there is footage of both accidents. Yeah, well that's pretty gnarly, I would say. When police and EMTs were trying to help, Ursula screamed for police, convinced that the people trying to help her in that moment were not real police. They were trying to hurt her. So she's like, police, police, help, and they're like, we are the police. we are helping you, and she's like, not you, them. She spit and hissed at them, saying they were fake. She knew who they were. She knew they weren't real. Okay. And they were going to steal the bags the twins were carrying. Was it a satchel of jewels, Michael? <laughs> in, in their fake leg? <laughs> After being unconscious for several minutes, Sabina got up and started struggling and fighting with the police, punching one hard in the face. Ooh. She ran into traffic again on the other side of the motorway, screaming for her sister that the people helping her were trying to steal her organs. <laughs> it's not funny because obviously they yeah. have some mental illness going on here but they're in real and yeah acute distress yeah the... that must be terrifying just imagine like you really believe that the people that are probing you and touching you and grabbing you and trying to help you in your mind are oh, really yeah. trying to hurt you imagine the terror oh, and yeah. you're screaming for people to help you and they're like, we are helping you. And you're like, please leave me alone. Oh, that's actually really scary. Yeah. The cops said that Sabina had superhuman strength and it required six people, police and just random drivers. Oh, yeah. It's like the adrenaline goes nuts. To subdue and restrain her. Mm-hmm. Finally, the twins were taken to a local hospital. And just that story would be weird enough. But things get much stranger. Great. I love strange and unusual ursula was brought to the hospital and rushed into surgery while other staff checked over sabina so they were fixing ursula's legs or trying to anyway sabina exhibited a calm demeanor answering most questions in a polite manner she'd definitely calmed down since being on the highway claiming the cops were organ thieves Maybe because she's separated from her sister and they're not feeding off of each other's psychosis. That is a very good theory. I'm not a medical professional, Michael, but if I had to fathom a guess, that's what I would go with. I would say that is the explanation, except I know what happens next. Do you concur? 
I would, but <laughs> I, I have a little care, more information. But you're wrong, so. Yeah. She was even cracking jokes with the nurses. Cracking wines, Mike. She's cracking wine. Toxicology screens showed no drugs or alcohol in Ursula's system. Uh-oh. But they didn't test Sabina. Oh, well, what the heck? I mean, it was probably... Hey, what do they think? Well, they're twins. If one doesn't have it, the yeah. other one probably doesn't either. We yeah. can save the money in the test. Yeah. I mean, they drew blood from Ursula for the surgery, I'm sure. I mean, And hopefully. they just didn't bother with I mean, Sabina, I <laughs> But guess. that would be something you would probably want to know if you're going to give her some kind of meds or something. What yeah. if they interact, you know? The bags the twins were so protective of only held one passport and several cell phones. There was like nothing in there that they yeah. would be overly protective of. After seeing several professionals, they all deemed that Sabina did not exhibit any signs of mental or psychological illness huh. and was released after being charged and sentenced to one day of custody, uh, oh, which was considered up. She ran into traffic on purpose. <laughs> How can you say well, that she's a, she's she's obviously very yeah. strong minded. She has no feeble yeah. issues uh, in her brain box. And I think we should just let her go. Even though she just tried to commit suicide by and throwing herself into traffic. And punched an officer square in the face, which is what she was arrested and charged for. I mean, that I'm less concerned about because she obviously was in the throes yeah. of like a episode, an, an episode. Yeah. Well, they sentenced her to one day of custody, but considered it served because of her time in the hospital. I would say maybe keep her there for a little more eval, but again, not a medical profesh. The entire time Sabina was questioned, she never gave a reason for being in England. She never once asked about her sister, how Ursula was. She was free to leave, but didn't have anywhere to go or anywhere to stay. Fortunately for Sabina, a good Samaritan would offer her assistance. Unfortunately for him, Sabina wasn't as calm as she appeared. Also, uh... Who's got the child? Like, where's the baby? <laughs> Who's taking care of the baby? She's fine back in Ireland. The oh, cops cool. checked on oh, her. Yeah, great. Lives. Okay, so we're just going to throw ourselves into traffic while one of our children are just... Yeah, what that... I mean, that was the seemingly the catalyst for all of this, but why they left Ireland in the first place is still kind of mysterious. No one really knows. Yeah. Glenn Hollingshead... <laughs> It's not not funny. I don't know why I laughed. It's okay. It's fine. And his friend, Peter Malloy, were walking home from a pub with Glenn's dog when they saw Sabina standing on the side of the road. (laughs) They didn't say what kind of dog it was, did they? No. I'm like you, and every time somebody mentions a movie in a story, you're like, what What movie movie? was it? What theater did they go to? What time was the showing? Did they enjoy it? What were the reviews? And I'm just like, what kind of dog was it? (laughs) This I don't know. But Sabina did ask to pet the dog and also inquired if there are any hotels or B&Bs nearby. Mm-hmm. Another bit of it unfortunate... Seems like she's really calmed down. Yeah. <laughs> Another bit of unfortunate news for Glenn is that there were no places to stay in the area. Oh, geez. But after hearing Sabina's story about looking for her sister, Glenn offered his place for Sabina to rest and he would start calling yeah. around to the local hospitals. Okay, buddy. <laughs> okay, buddy. Yeah. Oh my God, you're alone in the world with no one to help you. You can stay at my flat, and I'll just 
assist you with things. Hey, me and my friend, you can trust us. Two against one. Come back to the flat, young lady who's clearly <laughs> has suffered a trauma. That sounds safe. Peter went with Glenn and Sabina back yeah, to Glenn's house. Of course he did. Of course he did. But left after Sabina started acting odd. Oh, boy. Sabina would suddenly stand, peek through the curtains, looking up and down the street, yeah. and act as if someone was following her. These boys don't know what they've gotten themselves into, Michael. Well, she offered both men cigarettes, and just before they lit them, Sabina would snatch them away, putting them back in the pack. When asked why, she said they were probably poisoned and they shouldn't smoke them. <laughs> while smoking one of the cigarettes from the pack herself. <laughs> this chick. Uh, she's really fucking with these dudes. <laughs> while with Glenn and Peter... Sabina never complained about pain and didn't exhibit any behavior of someone that had just been run over by a car twice. This is the thing. How, how is she walking around? Yeah. Like, isn't she even just at the very least sore? Yeah. <laughs> like, just like a little bit. You know, you get a yeah. bad bruise and you're just like, ah, e. ah yeah. you do the Peter Griffin. Ah, you know, for like five minutes. And she's just like, yeah, I got run over twice, but yo, I'm fine because I'm a bad bitch. Yeah, I, had Sabina's legs not been pulverized, or Ursula's legs not been pulverized, I don't know what would have happened. Okay. Like, if she was moving around the same way Sabina was and they both could have got out of there, I don't know what would have happened. It's... Um, it leaves a lot to the imagination, I yeah. can tell you that. When Peter left that evening, it would be the last time he saw Glenn alive. <laughs> oh, boy. Oh, boy, oh, boy, oh, boy, oh. In the morning... So Sabina stayed the night. This is... Not with Glenn, supposedly. Right. In the morning, Glenn continued to make phone calls trying to locate... Well, would you sleep in the same room with her? Would no. you even let her stay at your house? No. Uh, I, I probably not. would have had a little bit of a... Uh, huh? Reaction to yeah. at least the cigarettes, if not somebody... But you're somebody... not going to tell me there, that there's not one hotel, motel, place Holiday to stay in a... Some... <laughs> hotel motel holiday is it what yeah um to like just i'd be like listen honey sweetie baby pie liverpool's not a small my place love. to be um although we're gonna find you hey i'll i'm sure there's yeah. a pub somewhere with a room to yeah. rent upstairs or something for the night drop her little ass off there be a gentleman pay for the room great and get yourself out of there because i have a feeling things are gonna go left well if you remembered this story, it would be more than a feeling. <laughs> it's a vague feeling, Mike, okay. which I think is a memory. All right. Okay? Sure. Stop busting my chops. <laughs> <laughs> you make your chops. <laughs> I've made my chops. Thanks. So Glenn was still trying to call hospitals to find Ursula, even though Sabina knew where Ursula was. He recruited his brother in the search as well. Sabina didn't seem distressed at all, and later that day, Glenn asked his next-door neighbor to borrow a few tea bags. <laughs> Not a euphemism. The neighbor was in the middle of washing his car, so he told Glenn that he would bring them over when he was finished. So Glenn decides to go back inside and wait for the tea bags. Almost right after Glenn steps into his house, he stumbles right back out, pouring blood from four stab wounds. That's a quick fourth. That's a pop, 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 pop. Yeah. Like that. That's quick. She was waiting. He told the neighbor, quote, she stabbed me and collapsed. <laughs> she, she stabbed me. She stabbed me. Oh, that's the wrong accent, but you get it. Yeah. 
Yeah. <laughs> Shortly after, Sabina ran out of Glenn's house carrying a hammer. You know. You know, as you do. A... My brain's overworked. <laughs> Here we go, Liverpool. That's that's a, that's the extent of my. Uh... <laughs> Your brain's overworked. The Beatles are your favorite band, and you can only do Paul Hollywood. I, first of all, <laughs> Paul Hollywood, but he can bake my, he can bake my bread. He can put his bread in my oven anytime he wants. He got ba 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 ba. Sorry about that, guys. I, I'm in a mood. <laughs> we can tell. <laughs> a passing driver stopped to help Sabina when he noticed she was smashing herself in the head with the hammer. <laughs> it's not funny. It's not funny, Mike. Proving no good deed goes unpunished, <laughs> Sabina smashed him in the head with a roofing tile. <laughs> Come on. Where the fuck did she get that from? What? On the side Is of the that road. they were doing maintenance on the house or something? Yeah. And she was like, ah, oh, a roofing tile. Allow me to bash your brains in. <laughs> Again, wrong accent. <laughs> but I can't stop, uh, can't stop falling into Joni Boney Maroney Ugh. here. Sabina, ich, Joni. Ich, Joni. Sabina ran again and was chased by police. They followed her to a bridge, which she immediately jumped off of from a height of 30 feet. <laughs> oh, my God. That's high. Breaking both ankles and fracturing her skull. Yeah, of course. 30 feet is like the top of, if you've ever gone to like a rock climbing gym, yeah. it's usually 30 feet up, like the tall, the tall, <laughs> the tall wall where you climb up and you get all the way to the top. It's like 30 feet. That shit's scary. And yeah, I am a couple stories. terrified of heights. So the few times that I've been to like a rock gym and just had a panic attack at the top and had to have people, they're like, no, just rappel down. And I'm like, no, lower me the fuck down <laughs> as I'm crying. Like, looking super cool in my harness, just crying, so that's good. Sabina once again was rushed to the hospital, and it would be months before her and her twin would be released. Ursula was allowed to return to her family in Sweden, and Sabina was charged with murder. Well, shit. (laughs) (laughs) What are they going to do without each other, Michael? Sabina's trial was postponed for a long time while the authorities tried to get her medical records from Sweden. Eventually... She pleaded guilty to lesser charges. She was assessed by two different forensic psychiatrists, and when questioned, Sabina only gave one answer. She's a fan of our podcast. No comment. No comment. She served two and a half years of her five-year sentence, after which she was returned to Sweden as well. During her imprisonment, Sabina never explained why she and her sister were in England, what happened that day on the M6, or what happened to Glenn. Glenn Hollingshead. Right. Glenn Hollowhead. <laughs> let's not make fun of the... Let's speak ill of the dead. Let's not make fun of the deceased. She never spoke of her sister, and investigations into the twins' past didn't show any history of mental illness or psychosis. So weird how that happens. Some suggest that Ursula's original psychosis affected Sabina, causing her to do things that ended in the unfortunate murder of Brian. I mean, they are twins. I know that yeah. it happens with people that aren't even related. But imagine, like, the bond between twins. Oh, yeah. So that if one person is suffering, you know, the other person somehow also experiences those symptoms. It's very, very wild phenomena. Yeah. <laughs> phenomena. 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 
na 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 What is that face you're pulling right now? <laughs> I can't even look at her anymore. And that was. I love you so much, Magu. That was the story of the Erickson twins. Yeah, well, those chicks is crazy. <laughs> <laughs> Astute observation. <laughs> Thank you. Like I said, not a med profesh. So, um, yeah, that's so weird. Like, I wonder what could have happened. Clearly, one sister. I mean. The one sister had the baby. How old was the baby? Do we know how old the child was? Maybe she was in the throes of like some wacky postpartum depression thing and it just transferred over to her sister because they're so close. So they were sharing it. And then maybe they thought you're trying to steal. Maybe somebody was trying to take her baby away back in uh, Ireland because she was having this postpartum depression. And, you know, back in, we're talking what? 15 roughly years ago 2008 yeah so i mean that was sort of just kind of coming to the forefront right of course you had matt lauer and tom cruise saying that that's not a fucking thing even though they don't have a uterus and should probably shut the fuck up right (laughs) about things that have to do with women's bodies and women's health but that's just my opinion matt lauer should shut up for a lot of i mean he should shut up in general yeah but um but yeah maybe like how old was the child do we know i cannot find out how I wonder old. how long postpartum depression can last. Can it be like the baby's a year and you still have it? Or is it just until the hormones kind of flush their way out? I really don't know. Yeah, I, don't I was blessed enough to not have that. Um, so, but I do have some family members that went through it. But I never really, I didn't pry, I didn't want to pry and you know get too much into it because i don't know that they yeah, really it's a tough thing yeah it's a hard thing you don't want to just be like how's that uh ppd how's like, those baby blues how's the baby blues you doing all right you don't want to like throw that kid out the window or anything do you okay good okay bye like yeah. it's very yeah it's it's tricky it, it is tricky um speaking of twins though mm. one thing that we can recommend mm. there is a new series on abc with episodes the next day on Hulu. Uh-huh. 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 At first I was like, what the fuck are you talking about? And now I and now I remember and I'm like, yeah, holy shit. Yeah. Yeah. The show is called Who Do You Believe? And the conceit of the show is they tell a story in parallel mm-hmm. and you get literally both sides of the story at the same at time. The same time. Mm-hmm. And it is up to you, dear viewer to form your own conclusions and let me tell you something uh the first episode was bonkers yep second episode was fine right yeah that was the um nichelle nichols yeah. episode was, was was fine yeah third and fourth nay four yes. <laughs> episodes mackle are batshit fucking crazy and yeah. i don't use that term loosely <laughs> no this is batshit uh, bonkers crazy yeah. There's twins who <laughs> grew up part of their life separated, came back together. Mm-hmm. Um, they're on one side of this story. The mom is a bit of a, let's call her a wild card. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> let's not disparage her. Um, but she might have lived in a cuckoo clock. Yeah. She... You know, she's the little bird that lives in there. Yeah. There is, I, I think I said uh, my summation, not to give anything away, we won't go into the details right. in the case, you should definitely you should watch definitely it yourself, watch it. but I believe I said, um, 
I don't know if the twins are telling the truth, but I wouldn't believe this mom if she told me it was raining during a hurricane. Yeah. Um, and I went, yeah. Yeah. <laughs> Great. Thank and you I for went, thank you for your confirmation. There's a simpler way to say that. <laughs> In my head, I went, just go. This mom's full of shit. I try to be folksy. I know. Okay, got to keep it just interesting. Just go, twins. <laughs> yeah. I believe them. <laughs> Who do you believe? Twins, <laughs> or mom? But no, mm, I don't know. There were times where I was like, this mom does seem genuine, but then I was like, is she genuine? Yeah, and the sisters clearly have an agenda, um, and are, are. You think they have an agenda, though? I mean, I I think they have equal reasons to not be truthful in this hmm. scenario. I. However, disagree. Their story and the details of their story are I, I more believable, and there's just more of them. Yeah, I think that. They, the details of their story definitely are more yeah. believable. So I also said, if they are lying, they're better at it. Yeah. I don't know, man. I don't know. Well, this is why. Who do you believe? Yeah. So <laughs> so please uh, watch that mm-hmm. and let us know Yeah. on the old Twitter or Instagram. <laughs> the oldie. At MAF Socialist. Podcast show. Or if you'd like to uh, write a dissertation about who you believe. <laughs> Can you email us at mafpodcastshow at gmail.com? And I promise Michael will read it. <laughs> and then he'll tell me about it. Yeah, but be <laughs> succinct because if you if you try to be, you know, flowery in your language. Joanne's I will cut you out. short. Yeah, I don't like, have time for your bullshit. Yeah. Okay. Just say twins. Just go twins. Or mom. Yeah. Or, like Mike said, write a dissertation, and I'm sure he would love to debate that with you for hours on end. I, yeah. on the other hand. <laughs> yeah, because because my best friend that I host a show with where we talk about things couldn't be bothered. So have a great week, everybody, and we will see you next time. See you next time, and hopefully I will also have another full night of sleep to bring you all the listening pleasures in the world while I torture Michael, which is my life's work and just tickles me. Goodbye, everyone. Pray for me, dear listener. (laughs) Goodbye.